One of the things I've discovered over the years, especially once I became a priest, is that one of the great human problems that I think we all face is the problem of making a decision, especially whenever it comes to a big decision. There's this thing, whether it's buying a new car or a house or marrying a bride or whatever, that seems to be very, very burdensome. None of us really want to make these big decisions because there's just a lot that goes into it. A lot's at stake, and you and I tend to, at least myself, tend to kind of cower away from that. In fact, there is a, a saying in psychology or a thing in psychology called decision-making fatigue. And that is, after making a decision, after decision, decision, you kind of lose your ability to make proper decisions and you get tired of doing it. The act of deciding things in and of itself is work. And I think the reason for that is that not just whenever it comes to making decisions, you have to weigh your options and really analyze what's right, what's wrong, what's best, what's worse. Not only do you face criticism, you generally face criticism for the decisions that we make, for the houses that we buy, the cars that we might purchase, the, 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 the people that we might marry, but we will have to also, with these decisions, deal with the consequences of our actions. And those in and of itself can be very, very burdensome. But the real burden, at least in my opinion, my experience, that comes with making a decision is that lingering thought, that lingering idea, that kind of like almost like demonic like little voice in our head. What if I make the wrong decision? What if I marry the wrong person? What if I buy the wrong house? What if I buy the wrong car? What if I go to the wrong school? What if I study the wrong things? What if, what if, what if, what if? I think we are all familiar with this haunting question, this kind of what if that kind of pounds on us and kind of grinds at our minds. And whenever we have these problems, whenever we're bearing these crosses, I think it's important to look at St. Joseph. Today's Gospel passage. Because here, St. Joseph has a big decision to make. He, right here, is introduced as a man who is betrothed to Mary. Now, a betrothal is kind of like an engagement, kind of like a marriage, but basically what it is, is a marriage that hasn't been consummated yet. And so technically, you, even in the church today, you can dissolve a marriage like that. But regardless, he, he has a decision. He is betrothed to Mary, and he finds out Oddly enough, that this child is the child of God. Which means he has a decision to make. Does he stay or does he go? Does he continue along with his relationship or does, or does he decide to step away? And Joseph decided to step away. He resolved to divorce her. And that, my dear friends, was the wrong decision. Joseph made the wrong decision. Salvation of humanity was on his shoulders, on the line, right there, and guess what? He failed. But something happened. Something rather remarkable. And that is, the Lord sent an angel to intervene. And the Lord corrected St. Joseph. And Joseph obeyed immediately. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's something that I think we all long for, right? 
the Lord to kind of be a, a, a catch for us whenever we make the wrong decision. Because let's face it, making mistakes is human. We don't always have all the right information in front of us. We don't always know what's going on. We don't always take into all the factors that are piling upon us. And so we tend to sometimes make mistakes, even big mistakes, with big decisions. But how often does God intervene whenever those mistakes are made, like with St. Joseph? But the question is, why is it that God intervened? Why did God intervene for this decision? Whereas I think we've all known times whenever people where God doesn't intervene for other decisions. And the answer is in the scriptures. The answer is because Joseph was a righteous man. Let me read to you what Psalm 92 says about righteous men. The just man shall flourish like a palm tree. Like a cedar of Lebanon shall he grow. Let me give you another psalm. Psalm 37. The steps of a man are from the Lord, and he establishes him in whose ways he delights. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong. For the Lord is the stay in his hand. I have been young, now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous man forsaken. Or his children begging for bread. He is ever giving liberally and lending, and his children become a blessing. In other words, what the Lord is showing us through the scriptures and through St. Joseph is that whenever it comes to making decisions, it's not about smarts, it's not about intelligence, it's about faithfulness. If we're faithful to the Lord, if we trust Him, if we're righteous, if we walk in His ways, if we follow the Ten Commandments, if we go to Mass on Sunday, if we go to confession once a month, once a year at least, at least, and guess what? God is going to treat us the same way He treats St. Joseph. Which means that whenever we make a mistake, He will send an angel to correct us. Whether that angel is a loved one, whether that angel is a circumstance, whether that angel is just somebody who out of the blue just decided to guide you on the right path and correct your way. It's an angel nonetheless. So my dear friends, I want to encourage you. You probably have big decisions in your life. You have, probably have problems you need to solve. And I don't mean and don't think about them and don't weigh your options and don't use all the intelligence that God gives you intelligence that you have to solve them. But more importantly, in light of the problems that you have, in the life of the decisions that you have to make, stay faithful.